Hi, this is Peter Malouk. Welcome to A Matter of Trust. I'm here with Annie Rogers and Chrissy Nopke from our legal team here at Creative Planning. Thanks for being with us. Hi, thanks for having us. So Chrissy, walk us through that the main question we get in all of estate planning is, you know, what does a will do? And I think the easiest way to answer that is to first start with, well, what happens if you don't have a will? Yep. If you don't make a plan, so you don't have an estate plan, you don't have a will, every state has a plan for you. It's called intestate succession. And so they have rules on how your property will be divided and who will be in charge. And so the court will appoint a public administrator, people that work for the state, essentially to essentially distribute out all of your property that's left in your estate when you die. If you have minor children, they're going to appoint guardians. And so people can petition to become the guardian, but ultimately because you haven't told the judge who you would want to raise your kids if you passed away, they will go through those applications and ultimately decide what's in the best interest of your children. Yeah, which is just amazing that the majority of people don't have a will that have kids and to just have no say, you know, in who's going to raise your kids if you're gone is it's just Right. It's amazing. To Everyone think should have that a will. A judge who's going to look at a paper file, never meet your children, is going to determine what's in the best interest of your kids. So, Annie, so a lot of people obviously don't want the court to decide who the guardians are without input. They don't want the court to appoint an administrator to oversee the estate. They don't want all the money distributed at certain ages according to state laws. Um, what's the solution for them? Well, one solution is to have a will. And the will is really a letter to the judge about who you want acting on your behalf um, through the probate process, um, who would be the beneficiaries of your assets, and who you want, you know, raising your children. And, you know, a lot of, you know, you put a lot of thought into this. I mean, you may have one sibling that you would want to raise your child and one that you don't. I mean, you don't want somebody else choosing that because they don't know all the different factors that would come into play. So, you know, it's real important for people to um, dictate that themselves so that it happens the way they want it to instead of a third party making those decisions. And when you name the executor, instead of a court appointing this person and calling him an administrator, you you appoint the person, call him an executor. What's that person's job going to be? The executor is the person that you have named who will handle the probate process on your behalf. They'll hire an attorney to file a petition with the court and they will, follow, you know, they will um, go to the banks and different places that um, where you hold your assets to get those retitled into your estate and make sure that creditors get paid and that ultimately goes to the beneficiaries that you want to receive those assets. And it's a really big job. So if somebody's a, thinking about naming somebody, I mean, they're going to go in, they're going to wind up give, give, selling all of your personal property or giving it to your beneficiaries and right. dealing with the, you know, fights that people have and some people are going to want money sooner and later. And so it's a big, big job. Right. And it's not a very quick process, you right. know, because they, you have to leave it open to creditors. You file a petition. You have to track down all the assets, you know, and it can be a real Easter egg hunt. I tell clients, you know, if, if you have a list of where all your assets are, it's a real gift to the people that are doing this for you because, you know, especially with all the, you know, online accounts and, you know, getting statements electronically, they're not coming in the mail anymore. Passwords so, and all those right. things. Right. I mean, it can be really difficult. So when you, when you do your planning, part of that is making sure you're organized and have your ducks in a row so that those people know where to go and who to talk to. But a will still goes through the probate court process. So Chrissy, what assets avoid probate and what tools can we use outside of that to avoid probate? So ways you can avoid probate is by designating a beneficiary on an account. Um, you can also... Um, People who own assets jointly, if the joint owner survives you, they will receive the asset. However, that will just end up delaying probate when that second owner passes away. And then ultimately, we would recommend using revocable living trust to completely avoid probate because these are private documents that don't go through the court process typically. 
That's great. So ultimately, having nothing, total disaster. Court names who's going to settle the estate. Beneficiaries get the money all at once. Creditors are coming forward without you know anybody that you've chosen in the middle of the process to, to protect you. Um, and the court's picking the guardians without any input. A will puts all that to bed. You've got people in charge of all the things you want, but it doesn't govern everything. Uh, it doesn't govern joint accounts, accounts with beneficiaries. And if you really want to avoid probate completely, you should be moving on to a trust. Yep. Right. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. This commentary is provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Past performance of any market results is no assurance of future performance. The information contained herein has been obtained from sources deemed reliable but is not guaranteed. This commentary and the information provided may be considered advertising in some jurisdictions under the applicable law and ethical rules. The determination of the need for legal services and the choice of a lawyer are extremely important decisions and should not be based solely upon advertisements or self-proclaimed expertise. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers.